Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to episode 531 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. And I'm Glenn. You're a fucking little salty cunt. That's what you is. He's back. No, I'm really not. He's back, from the, he's, back from the, he's back from the fucking sandy expanses of Western Australia. And it turns out he should have been charged with smuggling some back in his vagina. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like I'm being attacked when, quite frankly, you've been a right cunt since you're fucking... The day I was born, Since yeah, and bearded not used to anyone who to this. Cunt hole appeared on my computer screen. Fantastic. How you going, Glennie? I'm fine. I've already had enough of you, and we've been we've been recording for four minutes and eighteen seconds. <laughs> That's all right. It's going to be a quick one. But the people don't nice see quick. the the pregame, Glennie. Yeah, that came in all, all guns blazing, offering. Yourself as a fucking pre-murder receptacle. <laughs> That's actually a good way to put it. I, I did. That's precisely what I did. <laughs> and just, to, just for any, oh, just a, for I any mean, it's fucking, a weird last wish that Nathan had, but okay, I'll just, fucking, just, I'll just for any, uh, just, just for any, uh, any, any listeners who, who want to know how to, to properly, you know threaten someone and pick a fight with them um when you live two and a half hours away you don't you don't say that you're going to come down and do it because you know with the home field advantage and time to prepare especially if, <laughs> if you've got share my location turned on in your iphone yeah i'm glad yeah the thing the thing that the thing is that like i know i know my driveway is too steep for the big d's anyway so it's all good i'll just start <laughs> i'll be up here and uh, <laughs> looking down. By the time I get a Smokey Dawson chair installed into your fucking street level, up to your front door, we'll all be over, and I'll be I'll be I'll be happy again. <coughs> yes. All right. Tell you what, looking just looking forward to going to the fucking doctor tomorrow morning. Fucking had enough. Prostate exam. Yeah, among other things. Fuck I'm yeah. still fucking still still fucking sick. So I just need to get some. I just need to cut the sign off on some fucking antibiotics. I think just to finish this shit off. Cause um, it's just just fucking tired, tired of fucking not sleeping properly and just feeling like shit. So, um, Dude, we are running uh, at four weeks solid in my house. You're the third person I've spoken to today that mm. is, that is like, and they, these are people who just you know don't don't go to the doctors willy nilly. Yeah, and as, and as in I've I've been to my doctor, and I've been to them again, and they're now sending me for fucking scans and MRIs and. Yeah. And all this other shit too. I reckon I've got fucking like I reckon I've got I'm like walking pneumonia or something like. I'm only offering operating on about fucking seventy yeah. percent 
lung capacity, which means you know you sleep like shit and just like, everything just sort of you know flows from there. Nicklin, yeah, uh, Nicklin can currently go no more than about two minutes without yeah. a coughing fit, where she coughs till she throws up all day, yeah. all night for three weeks straight now. Yeah. Yeah, and you can sort of say, you know, I can sort of tell like when I wake up in the morning, like I actually don't feel too bad, yeah. and there's nothing really. But then once I'm upright yeah. and everything has a chance to fucking settle down, you know, go back down through the line, then it's you know, yeah. then it's on again. Yeah, so that's uh, what I'm saying, man. As well, you need you need like the like you get eight eight to ten pillows, and you got to set yourself up with like a pillow fucking armchair, so like three, yeah, three, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's but like that's when, but when I'm sleeping, it's not an issue really. And it seems like when I'm flat on my back, it actually sort of set it settles to the point where it's actually okay. And then you get and you wake up and you go, "Oh, I feel great. Today's the day. It's fucking gone." Oh, you're a reverse. And then yeah, and then once you're up on your feet for a while though, then it's like, "Oh, oh fuck no, here we come. Mm. Here it comes." Yeah, fuck no. I was I was exactly the opposite. Also, when you're ex- when you're exerting yourself as well, like walking up fucking seven steps and shit like that, and you just go, "Oh." That's fucking tiring. <laughs> <laughs> That's tiring. <laughs> Although there is there is that thing where there have been many things where it's like, oh fuck, I've got something coming on, and then it's oh, oh yeah, no, nah, that hasn't gone away after two or three weeks. Oh, mm. I think that's just how my body is now. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like, my hearing is getting fucking atrocious. Yeah, really. Oh, it is so fucking bad. I'll I'll have hearing aids within a decade, I reckon. Oh really? Yeah. And, and that's just like too much, too much fucking faithless fucking on pingers. Oh, I don't know. At fucking, at fucking family. And having those fucking like early 2000s rave conversations where you and another person are both like screaming, screaming directly into the other person's ear. <laughs> yep. You're a really good dancer. <laughs> Can you please put your pants back on? Ah, Glennie, it was all love. It was all love in those days. Yeah, I didn't yeah, think. I didn't think that's how the conversations got. Like you're a really good dancer. I never heard that one. Oh really? I mean, but no, it was more like it was just more like about going. I don't think it's fucking kicking in yet. <laughs> let's let's drop I've another. I've just one. taken another. One. Are you sure these were pink Mitsubishi's? <laughs> That's that's more like it. <laughs> uh, good times, good times. Oh, but uh, I am looking forward to the uh, MJ flu game equivalent of C grade touch football on the weekend. Oh. Yeah. So so you were so we didn't record on Monday because you came back from the desert. Sick. Correct. We had a bye, so I didn't miss. Yep. Didn't actually miss a game. So I was lucky. Yeah. And uh, so you so you yeah obviously they're hoping that you did the the Bradman best thing and you went to like the Bali of Australia. And um, on the, over the bye weekend, and you've come back and be refreshed, and you're about to make you push for fucking C grade state honours or whatever the equivalent thing well, is. Yeah, a certificate. <laughs> What's that? He's a very, very, very good <laughs> diesel. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell! All right, um, cool. All right. Let's go. So, look, there's actually, yeah, and we have to actually, we have to pass through these games too because there's actually like some new stuff has happened this week. Like, oh. things, things, things have happened. Oh. Like, literally, even, even today, and and it's 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 something we we couldn't do without the D's because you know obviously you know directly 
concerns his beloved club. But, well, you know, I don't know how beloved they are. But, well, you know. yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. I actually care less <laughs> than most people. How beloved, how beloved nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, uh, fucking... So. Can I just give you one example, though? I met up with a customer in Western Australia, mm-hmm. um, and there's a guy that works there that uh, used to work for a company based in Penrith. He's a massive Penrith fan. Um, used to have a little bit of dealing with him many, many years ago when we were both much yep. younger. Haven't seen or spoken to him in 15 years. Right. I walk in the door and um, I do the polite thing, say, you know, g'day, Glenn. He's, ah, Blakely, how's those fucking tigers going? <laughs> said, yeah, you do remember me. Them. He's like, how could I forget? <laughs> there you go. So you really want to, you really want to be, you really want to be impressed, you know, you, you really want to get impressed, you know, get impressed by him. He's got to refer to you as, you know, not, not Blakely, like as, you know, his big D's. Yeah, not a lot of big, big D's uh, references. Call a man big D's if you want to get, you know, if you want to get somewhere. See, but, um... see, this is the thing, Glenn. That was a perfect opportunity for you to go, what do you mean? No, I'm from Tracksport. We're, we're fucking the MI, not... <laughs> Not exotic pets, <laughs> and see see how long that you could go on con- to convince this guy you actually weren't the fucking same person he thought you were. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> I don't have that in me, sorry. <laughs> and then right at the end of the meeting, you turned around and you go, "Rar, motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> but yes, right. the tigers stink. Stays around for a long, long time. And uh, plenty more where that came from, Glennie. Yes. I don't know if you caught up with the news, but we'll get to that. Um, now, that's straight. Annoy me. All right, so we move on to where's my browser window? There it is. Okay, round 24 it was. Thursday night, the Mighty Manly Seeds Eagles 12 defeat the Penrith Panthers 6 uh, at Brookvale. The uh, Panthers what? tries to what double the to Crichton, uh, Taruva, and Toto. <laughs> uh, Cleary, what do you get? Three conversions and a penalty goal. And uh, Manly's tries to simply Garrick and uh, two conversions to Ruben Garrick. Go on, cunts. All, all, all yours, man. You start. Losers. Oh, you, Losers. You, no, you, losers ball. You go for it. You can go. Well, ball. Okay, no, no, well, apparently Manly won 12-6. Honestly, <laughs> I've, become, I've become convinced over, over the last three <coughs> weeks that in like seven or eight years' time, something's going to happen. And we're gonna and we're gonna and it's gonna come back and talk about around this time of the of of the history of the NRL. Yep. That there was like a fucking Tim Donaghy situation, some cunt going into business for himself, fixing fucking matches. Now I'm not gonna say who or names because it's not this game. Not just this it's there's there's three games every fucking weekend for the last month where you go, My God, what the fuck are these cunts doing? And I and I would I wouldn't wanna call the referees inept. I think there's only really one truly inept referee in the game at the moment. And I'm going to fucking say it, Casey Badger, because she can sit there in the fucking, in the video bunker and fucking explain her entire thought process to coming to an incorrect decision. It's not just like, oh, fuck, she missed the knock on. Oh, she missed the, you know, she got that fucking wrong. But no, hang on, hang on, hang on. She'll sit there and give a TED talk on her fucking mistakes. Every time we've spoken about it, you said that she makes the right decision, but says she gets there the wrong way. 
Yeah, well, that's part. No, no. In in cases she has, yeah, and even and that's also that, and, and that's also a fucking yeah. I know, but that, that that's also just another fucking put, put that in the folio as another fucking piece of evidence. She she's the one that gives TED talks on her decisions, and you're still at the end of it. You still don't know what the fuck. But the decision, what it's, what it's but actually, the decisions what it's were right. going to be. No, not necessarily. This last weekend, absolutely fucking not. Oh, okay. Here from we her. Are. I mean, that's that's irrelevant though because that's has nothing to do with this case. Hmm. I mean, she was she had she had nothing to do with this game. This was, that was that was you know another game. But um, I tell you, the standard is fucking horrible. And um, I tell you, one thing I love fucking if if it ends up being like you know maybe the Warriors, but probably the Broncos, like sort of towards the end of the season playing playing Panthers. And if they look back at Steve's fucking chaos ball that he invented in round 24 or whatever it was, of 2023, a team that fucking has more of their players fit and healthy on, on the field and having to have less potatoes on the field that can't execute as well, are going to have some great success because fucking Panthers didn't know what to fucking do. In a game where their pack was up against fucking the likes of Aaron Woods, they did not fucking roll through like I thought they would. I thought that the that I thought that every try would be fucking straight up the guts, just rolling nonstop and fucking you know crash ball try under the sticks, and there was zero. There was none of zero of that. The tries they scored, they scored tries of knock-ons, off passes off the ground. Um, Brian Tot, I've got a, a, a standard penalty try, much like I was talking about last week about you know field position and out in the corner. Yep. But otherwise, Cody Cody Walker Evans um, gave gave Critter the one you were talking about as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. Although, funny, funnily enough, though, um, I saw a statistic uh, yesterday that uh, yeah, in terms of yeah, super coach scores, yeah, Daly Cherry Evans' score on the weekend was the highest halfback score against the Panthers in three years, and the previous record holder three years ago. Was Daly Cherry Evans in some game fucking three years ago? So if Daly if Daly had have been playing for the Panthers in this game, they would have won by forty. Such was such was the the masterclass that he uh, that he put on. Unfortunately, he was let down badly by people just in a period in the second half where where it really came where they came undone, despite playing the most fucking absolute chaotic brand of fucking risk taking football I've ever fucking seen in my life. Um, Walker Brothers fucking, you know, who the fuck are they? Um, it was only a period of about 20 minutes in the second half where they, you know, they dropped the ball the halfway, you know, around halfway or even 40 meters out from their own line. And it was a good five times. And it was probably, that was the time where Panthers didn't really score that much, I mean, in that time either. But it certainly was the time where the Panthers could sort of recompose themselves and, certainly stopped them from scoring because they never gave themselves the opportunity. They never really got themselves over halfway, you know, because they were dropping it and not having to kick at the end. Mm. But uh, honestly, I think they showed the way for like so, a, side like, a side like the Broncos, a side like the Warriors on their day. I don't think they've necessarily got the quality players that could just, you could automatically say yes, but I think the Broncos probably do and they've got the and they've got a halfback that, you know, could orchestrate it as well in, in Reynolds if he's on the field, you know, given his propensity to get injured um you reckon reynolds is a proponent of case i reckon he's the exact opposite of that 
No, I, th- I think he's. I, I think. I think he's. You, you don't. You don't need the the halfback to be chaotic. You need. You just. You just need him to be able to. If that. If they go in with a game plan like that, basically to. To go to go to go around them, go laterally, go over them, just try and you know just try unsettling shit that's not the fucking standard, getting into a grind with them because. You know they do that better. I mean, you can't get into the fucking boring ball with them because I mean, even the Melbourne Storm masters of boring ball. And they, and the last week they got absolutely fucked on. Yeah, that's it. Couldn't do it. So, so I you know I give them, I give them credit for fucking for trying something different, and only really and I, and I only lost the game just through their own fucking inability to execute what was admittedly extremely fucking high. I mean, like the, probably the most high risk football played in the fucking in the NRL era. But I appreciate the effort. You get an extra couple of players in there. You get Tommy in there to fuck off the back of that. Maybe it's a different story. But uh wasn't to be. And it's potentially, potentially season over now. I mean, it's not, you know, we still have the mathematical thing, but I think that's the end of the season. And I think that Siebes considers it to be the end of the season as well because I looked at some of his, suggestions, his uh, selections for the weekend coming up that we'll get into. And he, um, and I think we might see start to see some debuts that the fans have been waiting to see. And I think that's a sign that he's like, fuck it, we'll just YOLO some fucking players in that we, you know, let's get started on next year. And, uh, and I, heard, I, heard, I heard the selection wasn't the, wasn't the case, but I heard that he's going to be putting Schuster in the pack as of this week, which to me says that's definitely looking at 24 because obviously Brooksy's got that position next year. Yep. So, um, but yeah, even Woodsy didn't fucking suck too bad, which is hilarious because, I mean, my God, if the Panthers are going to rape anybody... <laughs> Darren fucking Woods, yeah. the last player to play finals football for West Tigers. I, I, th- I think you've hit, game. I, I think you've hit the nail exactly on the head. <laughs> Whereas you were expecting them to go straight up the guts at Manly, I think Penrith are so set in their ways that that they will play their game plan and their style of football no matter what the the potential the, the possible advantages of doing elsewise would be. No, but that's what is, that is their style of football, though. No, no, their their style of football is for their back five to get things started and to gain ground and to win them that territorial battle, and their middles save themselves for a lot of defence. Of course, Fish has brilliant fucking games. Moses Leota has brilliant fucking games, but they're not that big roll-on engine room that everyone seems to think they are. It's it's a territorial game that they play started by their back five. And the the reality of this one is that Penrith were missing half their spine and had a, a disjointed preparation leading up to the game. And they really were shook by... You know, and... You, you look at their place on the ladder and, and you obviously wouldn't think it, but Manly have the most expensive half in the game. So you would expect him to trouble them. Um, you know, you... He's not he's, he's not... he's not the most expensive half in the game anymore, surely. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I saw a thing, he was like about fourth. Next, well, ne- next like, year, like, you know, according to you, he's on three, oh, next, next 300k year. in a packet of chips, but... Next next year, know. he's on 600 and something, so... Yeah, so next year, he's fucking... Um, he's he's the, che- the second cheapest, after Brooksy, probably. But... You know, ha- having 
such a, a proponent of the 40-20 kick. Obviously, means that your wingers are on guard all game. Um, yeah, it it was one of those games where where it looked like you know, Penrith were a little bit rattled. But this is that great skill of that team. That when they're under pressure, they understand that there is probably nobody in the competition that can keep that pressure up on them for 80 minutes. Or for even close to 80 minutes. And they will weather almost any storm you throw at them. And they'll look out of place and their attack might suffer a little bit while they're focused on defence. But then all of a sudden, and exactly as you said, and this has been the problem with Manly for the last couple of years. How many times have we sat here and said, well, if Manly can fix their handling, they'd be a threat. If, if they could hang on to the ball, if they could respect the ball, especially in their own half, you know, they'd, they'd be a top 14. Yeah, um, this, time I don't, this time I didn't care so much though because it wasn't like they were just, it wasn't like some fucking dumb cunt just like one out, like a forward taking a, a regulation hit up and then dropping it. Yeah, that's it. I mean, it was, it was, it was ridiculous fucking shit that they were trying. But, that, but this is what I'm saying. <coughs> Penrith or whether any, any sort of weird fucking Harvard shit that gets thrown at them, because they understand that eventually it will crack. That they oh, eventually, eventually the referee will just fucking hand him a try. Um, well, a knock on and, and a pass off the ground. And I'm, I'm glad you got to that because you know, um, I'm I'm just so proud of the boys getting on, not refs faulting, not cracking it when they were denied an obvious fucking eight point try after the absolute yeah, that never bullshit happened. fucking knees sliding in. After <clears throat> Graham Anderson never spoke about that, so it wasn't a thing. I'm of afraid. Course, of course he, he only he, of course he, he, he only not, he only apologises for the stuff that's wrong. No, he only apologises to people that whinge like bitches, and we keep our mouths shut yeah. and we win games. We don't need to blame well, refs. I mean, yeah, we, obviously we just win but, fucking games. So and premierships. And I'm sure that uh, and I'm sure that not only not, not only will no one actually ever remember that, but um, that is full time for episode. What there's a the beautiful. Fuck this was. There's going to be a beautiful mansion. There's a beautiful mansion there. Uh, a couple of guys in pink shirts with be- beautiful mansions that uh, just won't pass the sniff test. Seven years, mark my words. 2030. Seven years. Nice. Darkest day in Australian sport. I'll, it's coming. I'll get out of my. I'll get out of my <coughs> wheelchair and do a dance the day that's. And if you're going to be in a wheelchair in seven years, you need to start yeah, drinking some say, more you got milk. Fucking, no, I said, I will get out of my wheelchair and do a dance on the day that happens. In seven years? No, meaning that it will years. never fucking happen. <clears throat> you can't, I'm just you saying, can't say just drink some milk. Just says an insurance you policy. You can't, start, you can't start by saving seven years and then talk about getting out of your wheelchair in seven years. No, because on the day that honestly, happens. Because it won't lift. happen. Won't happen. Won't happen in fucking 90 years. And I'll still you be kicking that, around. You're saying they cover the, their tracks that well? Hate's a fucking powerful really? motivator. You think they cover their tracks that well? Fucking, you got more faith in them than I have. I will fucking, oh, I will wheel myself to your fucking eternal resting place where the <laughs> NFT of your face displays brightly and fucking laugh at you. <laughs> and say, oh, you, you stupid cunt, you couldn't live to see the day that they've just fucking stricken all of the results from 2000, 2019 to 2025 off the record because of the largest organised fucking crime sting that they've ever conducted. Next I really, I'm really 36. sorry that my plane home didn't crash. 
Yeah, me, well, we, we are too, but yeah. that's, like, you know, that's, another, that's another story. Uh, listen, the Sharks 36 defeated the Titans 6 uh, at Reclaim Australia Stadium. The Sharks 36 tries uh, double to the moot. Tracy McInnes, Graham Rudolph, Ramian tries, Nico four conversions. Titans 6, a try to Tino, a conversion to Tanner Boyd. Take it away, Glennie. Titans, yeah, torn apart on the edges pretty early and, and often and... The Sharks just kept going back to the well and the Titans never really adjusted well enough to, to stem the flow. And um, just for good measure, the Sharks put a couple on up the guts through McInnes and um, and I can't remember who the other one, right, you know, crash ball. Toby, Toby Rudolph. Toby yeah, Rudolph, yeah, simply. as well. Um, I was pretty disappointed in the Titans. They... Um, They've actually been sort of showing yeah, like a little I, bit of I really yeah, and this was that the opposite be a of that. Lot more yeah. Solid against the Sharks, who've who've really been a bit shaky over the last month or so, and yeah, um, very be- very very fucking beatable. Yeah, over the last half of the season, exactly. The so no, I was I was disappointed in the Titans. I expected more from them, and they really wilted. And and the Sharks just with the extra time and um and the the, the lack of attention to detail with their defensive the Titans defensive spacing um on the edges they've just fucking come to shreds so it was fucking they got what they deserved there, but yeah mm. huge and I, and the thing is I don't know in, in 2024 I don't know if there's <laughs> like fixing their I mean I will he will he be able to improve their defense their defense absolutely yeah without question but will he be able to make their defense actually good though in like in 2020, I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't think he's struck. I mean, like he's, he's had a, a large number of years now where like, you know, he hasn't been the most successful. So I, I don't know if he's, this, uh, this is the other fucking strange thing that the Titan, and, and I don't know whether it's, it's the end, you know, end of season and, and their season's gone. Um, it, I can't see how the Tino thing, would have had any sort of effect on any of this, but if you look at that, yeah, because that was all that was that was the day it was only announced like right before that game. Well, but either or, you know, mm. you, you don't think them just cool re- re-signing of a player. It's a big contract, big dollars, whatever. He's not, you know, that Ponga thing. Like, do you remember when Ponga was on the big money and was obviously disliked by certain players on that team? Like there was, yeah, so I was gonna say when, when he when he was when he was on the big money, well, <laughs> the money's just getting bigger, yeah. son. <laughs> um, but if you look at this, the Titans, the Titans completed ninety percent of their sets. Right? Yeah. Like by any fucking metric, that's a great offensive game, and it wasn't like. Well, no, it's a safe. It's a it's a, it's a it's a great complete. It's just it's just great completions. Yeah. It doesn't mean that they did anything with it though. But this is like, remember the dogs were the highest completions in the games a couple of years ago. But that's the and, thing; they had almost five hundred less running meters than yeah. the sharks. They were safe, but they weren't. They they could damaging or inside. That's, that's or the anything, word. You know? It's damaging. Yeah. And this is that missing piece with the Titans that that I've been waiting to see for years, you know. And it what was it was it two two years ago, three years ago, where they had that run into the finals, and and all of a sudden they were living up to what they were supposed to be, and they've got this young, mm. powerful, mobile forward pack, and they were just going to get out there and decimate everybody. Yeah, the one thing and about it, that year, though, remember, is it was it was asterisk year. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah like so, I mean, like so. Yeah, true. The shit was like you know like. <laughs> 
but that a lot of shit, a lot of shit was going crazy that year. But I'm I'm still waiting to see that out of the Titans. There's, yeah, you know, you look at it and cool that completion rate with this. Um, you were on the the good side of the penalty count. You were on the the good side of the error count. How did you not win that fucking football game? You you couldn't create anything with your offense. Yeah. So. Yep. Anyway, sharks. The sharks are back. Nope. Now, then, within a week, they've they've almost, you know, made, you know, not necessarily safe. I mean, they spent some time in the top four this weekend because of that win. Yep. I mean, they, they you know they lost it immediately, like you know, within fucking forty eight hours. But yeah, it's not you know they they so they've sort of. But again, how good's this season? Know. Every fucking try counts. Yep, it does. It does. And yeah, and and particularly when you look at the game that happened on Sunday to knock them out of the four. Um, Hang on, fuck the, it. Does just for a second, does Glennie look like? He's giving an interview on sixty minutes as like an ex mafia inf- ex mafia informant or you know. I'm a, a molested kid yeah. that's growing up. Wow. That's it. He did. I'm just Mr. listening Bubbles to you cats. <laughs> no, it's like you, I haven't got my light on because I'm trying to look uh, apo- no offense to any no 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 offense to no offense to any victims of Mr. Bubbles, but Oh, when I saw that as a kid, I was fucking laugh my ass off with the, 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 the voice modulation on the... <laughs> Mr. Bubble did it. <laughs> wow. Uh, no, that's great, guys. Really appreciate it. But yeah, no, so for the people, for the people playing along at home, Glennie is a silhouette, basically. <laughs> In, I, can see the, I can see the bright white twill nation on the hoodie. Oh, there we go. Hey. He's, back. He's back. He's turned the lights on. Excellent. I did, actually yeah. did nothing. It must have just... It must be it must be you moving you just slightly moving proximity to your camera and it's adjusting the the focus. Anyway. Um now, where are we? The Broncos fifty four ended the Eels season ten at the Gabba. Broncos tries a double to Billy Walters, Glenny's mate. Um <laughs> how good is he going? Reynolds, Farmworth, Ma'am, Walsh, Capewell. Uh, Reynolds, he's, eight You'll get Dalia Booker of the Year at this rate, Glennie. <laughs> no, no, you're not. Penalty goal to Reynolds. Tries for the Eels to Sean Russell and Dylan Brown. Gutherson won conversion from two attempts. I was uh, I was pretty impressed with the Broncos. They're, they're storming into the finals. Um, Reese Walsh's suspension doesn't have any impact on Dalia M, does it? Can he, does, can he win does, it? Does it not? Can he win it I don't, I, if he's been suspended? Well, he, I mean, he's... I don't... Uh, I don't I, I think he could. Okay. And even so, I don't think... I wouldn't put him on... Any, I wouldn't put him on top He'd anyway. have to be close. I mean, He'd have Sean to be in the Johnson top three. On top. Sean Johnson would be leading for sure, that, right? That's fair. Um, I guess the only criticism is maybe they're showing their hand a little bit too early um, and whether they have a dip come week one of the finals. But um, as for power, I think they've they've obviously been exposed again. Um, and looking forward, like we talk about the the window, the premiership window being slammed shut. But you know, the next next year they've got the same coach, really the same key players. You know, where does the improvement come from? Um, it's not like they've had like ridiculous amounts of long term injuries. You know, Moses played most of the year. They've obviously had Dylan, the Dylan Brown situation. Gutho's been there most of the year. Um, Saw an interesting article saying that you know the way they started the year having to play without um, Madison was um, was the beginning of the end. <laughs> this was a bit thought that was a bit <laughs> yes. dramatic, but no, the the beginning of the end was um, 
kickoff of the grand final last year. <laughs> that was that was the fucking beginning of the end. Um, that was the first creak of the hinges slamming shut on their fucking window. Um, yeah, honestly, they could have they could have backed up and yeah, got back there again this season. But yeah, the, I saw I saw a, a headline. I didn't go in to read the article, so I don't know exactly how far they went with it. But um, here we the go. Headline Sorry, was just about to... the, the, the selfish the selfish decision. <laughs> The selfish decision that derailed the, the Eels season or something. Mm. And I think it was referring to fucking Madison taking the suspension rather than the fine. Yeah. Isn't, isn't this the thing that, like, our mate Michael said that when they're suspended, they also lose, like, they still get a match payment. They get their, yeah, as yeah. part of their contract, their total contract, a component of that is made up of, you know, 27, whatever it is, 27 match payments. Right? Yeah. And so because he missed his games, he would have missed out on those match payments. Which, which is were more, surpassed 4, more than the fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Look, once again, the brain damaged meat puppets. No one said they were smart. Um, I mean, it's not we we we're not in the days where they have to work other jobs and and you know and have to be brain geniuses. So, Glenny, like, you know, Mar- Marty Bella being his you know optometrist or whatever he was, and <laughs> Glenny, the the last we got of the Dally M's was at round twelve before it went behind closed doors, so they can manipulate it to whoever the narrative needs to be. <laughs> Um, and at that stage, Payne Haas was leading on 30 points. Surely a prop forward can't win it. Um, Cleary was second, and he... Yeah, I don't think I don't, Payne Haas... He's had too much Cleary time off. Cleary had his time out, so he's, no way he's so up So he there. can't yeah. win it. Um, third was Harry Grant, and he's been far from spectacular. He, yeah, I think he's had games where he's missed points for sure. Nico Hines was there. He's been garbage. For, how the fuck could Nico Hines be? I mean, like they were, they were, he was out for the first five rounds and they were good for a couple of rounds after that, but then they've been fairly average. Let's, but let, let's have a fucking look here, right? Out of this, because you're right. So Payne Haas, again, yep. had, Broncos have been great and there have been better players in the Broncos than him. Oh, you can believe that you can believe that in the round since that time that there's so many people have taken votes yeah. that aren't Payne Haas for sure. Um, Cleary had too much time off. Harry Grant's been ordinary. Nico Hines has been ordinary. Uh, then it's Reese Walsh. Mm-hmm. So whether his suspension can or can't. Yeah, I, I'm. It. I'm not 100. Uh, I, I honestly don't know. But then up, he's had then a lot up. of good games since then. But yeah, but there's also games where he's been locked down too. Then after so, that is Latrell Mitchell. Yeah, no chance. Then after that is Ben Hunt. No chance. Well, even even the even the way that he takes all the points from a Dragons game, they haven't enough wins. Is this going to be like the ultimate fucking Luke Brooks? <laughs> like, can he can he win it just because? Look, look at everyone that's ahead of him. Latrell's had time off. He's you know, also been out with. He was I'm, out I'm with his hamstring. I'm going to say that round twelve was a fucking long time ago, and Sean Johnson has picked up max points. So in then, then many it's, games in the, then next, it, in the next three months. That, so it was Cody Walker. Dylan Edwards and Sean Johnson were all tied on 22 points. Yeah, I think Sean Johnson, and like Reese Walsh, I mean, Reese Walsh is going to be up there, like, right, unless he, unless he's disqualified, you know, due to suspension. Mm. But I think Sean Johnson. Cherry Evans the, was on 18. I feel like we should know and, this stuff, but. And he'll I be getting yeah, should, but I, mean, I don't really care wants, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, anyway, fuck Parramatta. Yes. Absolute joke of a club. I love the way the Broncos were looking for 60 all the way to the end as well. Yep. I like the ruthless streak. Um, a, win, a, a loss for Parramatta, especially a loss of this magnitude, is always, is always a win for Manly fans. Um, fuck that side. Their fan base deserves it. And my God, 
it's pretty fucking embarrassing the fact that they're going to probably be blasted down to like tenth. Yeah, maybe worse. Although at the end of the season, when they were the grand the beaten grand finals the season before. That's a. But what's? I mean, here's the thing though. Usually, you need to fucking breach the salary cap to get f- fucked out of the finals so hard and fast. But like, let's let's go through it. So last year, Parramatta were fucked, and they they didn't do much. The year before it was Souths that lost the grand final. Hmm. They still made. Well, they make the semis the next year. They made. They made qualified. Didn't they play it for a place in the grand final? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um. Then the year before that, it was Penrith. Yep, and then they went on obviously to to go back to back, so they're they're the top tier. Um, who was before that? What year uh, was that? Eastern, was that Eastern Bruce, Storms. Eastern Storms. Was it? Or was that Canberra? When was Canberra? Was that oh Canberra? Yeah, no, you're right. No, yeah, yeah Canberra. Yeah, Canberra, Eastern then, Canberra then. And then they fell off. Yeah, but Cam- that was weird. That was always very. That was a very flashy year for the Canberra. I mean, yeah. they came from nowhere, got there. Went back to nowhere. Yeah. Really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Where um, they fucking belong. Well, agreed. Lovely. Yeah. Parramatta window shut. Yeah. Oh, most definitely. And uh, couldn't happen to a nice bunch of players. And they uh, can save on airfares to Bali because after every fucking ruck, they just flap their wings <laughs> and try and fly away as it is. There you go. Um, <laughs> fuck the Broncos, but also especially fuck the Eels. Uh, Rabbits 26 to feed the Dragons 14 in Cairns this one uh, the Rabbits 26 tries to a double to Alex Johnson uh, Campbell Graham Cody Walker with tries Latrell 4 conversions and a penalty goal the Dragons their 14 came through tries to Rawalawa Hunt and Sloan Ben Hunt 1 of 3 conversions I think Sias played like the side with the most improvement left in him heading into the finals just doing because this was un, this was unimpressive. Very much, it so. was a win that they very much needed. Doing just did what they had to do at this yeah. stage of the season. Um, I think they've probably got plenty left up their sleeve um, playing against a team like the Dragons. They they you know they didn't overexert themselves and they weren't super impressive, but got the two points, which was was ultimately what they need. Um, just on the Dragons, you know, I am very critical of the Dragons and and more specifically their fan base because they are a pack of cunts to a man. But I feel like Flano, if Hunt sticks around, which it, it looks increasingly like he's going to. If, it's all gone very quiet, yeah, hasn't it? He's, he's got a lot to work on, but admittedly there's, there's pieces there that I'd back him to, to, to do well with. Obviously Hunt is the centre of that, but, you know, Jaden Sewer, Sloan... Um, Lomax, um, even Suli, if you can get him motivated, like he's had moments yeah, this good, year as well. Good fucking luck. Look, better men than four, four clubs, <laughs> you know, four clubs so far, and and no one's been able to do it for any extended period. Is, of time, I'm just but... thinking, is is there a comp at the Sharks? Is there a what? A comparison. Could they all benefit from the use of trend? No, yes. <laughs> yeah, they, no but um, as, as in, was there like a player that you would say, that, oh, yeah, that, that was the Suli from his time at the Sharks? You know, that, Paul that was, I don't, that was I don't all, think so. I don't think so. No, I'm saying all, all potential, but no effort. Mm. Paul Gallen. 
Um, yeah, he had no potential. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> he had the potential to be the biggest loser in the history of the game. And he realised that potential. And he realised that potential. Um, yep. But yeah, I... I think so. That's kind of a success in some in, yeah. in some ways for him. <laughs> I mean, like, congratulations, you achieved your potential. I mean, that's what we have, that's what most people would be happy with. <laughs> like, the guy that invented the suburb of Airds did not do as much damage to the state of New South Wales as Paul Gallant. Yeah. <laughs> all, all due respect to the good people of Airds. Plenty, Glenny's old man's not, not here to fucking defend himself either. <laughs> he was in there. He only fucking stepped foot in hands to pick me up, and even that was begrudging. <laughs> Did he call himself the, I'm the Mads? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got a nasty dose of Eds. <laughs> I've got to put the cream on. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Uh, anyway, I do back the Dragons to improve um, next season under Flano. There you go. It's the nicest thing I'll ever say about the Dragons. Fans still can't that, say every one of them. Yeah, I mean, like, and the thing is, you, you 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 said that in in what August twenty twenty three. I mean, you could you could have fucking saved that nugget for you know for March next year. Yeah. But you, you you've unleashed it early. I'll probably say it again then. <laughs> and then some fuckwit that cares way too much about what I say and far more about what I say than I do will fucking bring it up because, you know, it gives validation to their life. You're welcome. Cunts. There you go. The Warriors 30 defeated the Tigers 22 in Waikato. Uh, the Warriors 30 the tries to Metcalf, Pompey, DWZ, Torhu Harris and uh, Adam Phil Blake. Johnson, one conversion. Pompey, three from four. Johnson on penalty goal. The Tigers, uh, double to Star-Lord. Uh, Brooksy and Dane Laurie with tries. Appy with three or four conversions. What would you make of that one, Glennie? Look, I think it's obvious that the West Tigers are in most games when the results are meaningless in the context of their season. This is this is another one of those games. Um, they competed and the Warriors were far con- from convincing. But again, much like I said about South. They did what was required to, for them to keep moving forward for, in what's been a, an impressive season for them and a pretty dismal year for the Tigers yet again. And, you know, Buller had some good moments. Appy had some good moments. Brooksy was was pretty good. Um, Dane Laurie playing like he's already at Penrith. Um, but, you know, ultimately, what a pack of cunts. <laughs> Dane Laurie being brought in clearly, you can see that the the, the Panthers have resigned to losing Luai, and so Dane Laurie's he's, the Tigers were groomed. Pasco sleeper agents groomed him to walk in as the replacement. <laughs> now you know with Peachy going to the Tigers and then going back to Penrith, Dano going to the Tigers and going back to Penrith. It's only a matter of time before Pasco follows suit. Surely, no, it I, is can not. Any, I can it is only I can only fucking um, hope. It would be fun if he did. Wouldn't it? <laughs> anyway. You know what, um, do you know why it would be fun? Why's that? Because you guys would get to do this by your fucking selves because I would be in jail. <laughs> <laughs> for, oh, for, for what crime, though? Threaten me with a good time. <laughs> I can't say. What, what? Because they now use rap lyrics against rappers in murder trials. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so what do you make, Glennie, of the, of uh, Adam Dewey coming out on Twitter and rest folding this game? 
look, I, I feel like there's a, a solid body of work that would suggest that Adam Dewey probably shouldn't talk to the media. I think it's fucking amazing that we've discovered that Adam Dewey's brain has an ACL that it can rupture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, that's got me. Oh, I appreciate the shit out of that. <laughs> oh, look, who knew Adam Dewey was still employed by the Tigers? Whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like I thought he'd be medically retired, or you know, just just decided himself. If like, not, he should have been. You know, just old, I can't do you know the knees. The knees just aren't yeah, you know, the knees just aren't up for it. But no, he's uh, looks like he's coming back for you, Glennie. He's gonna he's gonna try and fill the void by uh, Brooksy left by Brooksy, who had another fucking cracker of a game too, just quietly. Um, he's very much looking forward to making his first grade debut next year. <laughs> uh, the Roosters can't. Roosters thirty <laughs> defeated the Dolphins fourteen. Uh, at Allianz, the uh, Roosters 30, they had tries to double to Drew Hutchison. Uh, Manu, Suwali, uh, Billy Smith also with tries. Uh, Suwali, five conversions from five attempts. The Dolphins 14 tries to Ray Stone and Jermaine Osako. Uh, Osako, two conversions and a penalty goal. Dolphins, I think they they started really solid, <coughs> solidly, sorry, and, and were super competitive in the first half. And, just ran out of steam in the second, and the Roosters, to their credit, probably weathered, you know, the the competitive spirit of the of the Dolphins, and just hung around, got enough out of Cleary, uh, Keary, who provided time and space for, you know, the big centres, um, Smith and Swali'i out wide, and pretty solid performance from the Roosters, I thought. Assisted obviously in the second half by the sin binning of Ray Stone, um, which didn't help the Dolphins' cause at all, but. I, th- I thought the Roosters were the better team and deserved to win. Yeah, I agree. I mean, does, 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 does anyone really care about this game? I mean, this game was running concurrently with the the Matildas <laughs> quarterfinal, yeah. and so yeah, no, 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 no one was watching it. No one gives a fuck. Um, you know, two fans. Obviously, the Reddy fan base fucking love their team. The Roosters fan base, obviously, you know. Anyway, the Roosters continue to entertain that, you know, the 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 mathematical fucking narrative that there's a, they've got any chance whatsoever of making it into the finals, and um, you know, onward they go. Storms forty eight defeat the Raiders two at Amy Park. The Storms had tries to Welch, uh, which was his first try I think of the season to avoid the mini, the nudie run. I heard an interview with him after, and he said, "Look, as as you know, captain, he was thinking." Before he was thinking of like not enforcing the nudie run this year, <laughs> and um, and but now now there's uh, now he's now he's there's no there's no chance of that happening because he's got off the mark. Uh, Meany, Seve, Remus Smith, uh, Katoa, Loyero, Grant, Munster, Young, Tonomapaya with tries. Uh, Meany six conversions from eight attempts. The Raiders two the penalty goal. Jamal Fogarty. I think it was the first first score of the game. Mm. Mm. Pretty damning result. This one for the Raiders getting dusted like that by a team that they may well end up playing in a couple of weeks. Um, just, just never in it um, for Melbourne. All of their names were on as you expect them to be um, as they start, you know, sharpening their focus for the finals. But you know, Munster, Hughes, Grant, those guys were were all good and had their moments, but. What I was most impressed with were, you know, guys like Remus Smith and, and Tonna Papia and some of the lesser lights who who played really solid parts. And I think that's 
that's when Melbourne are at their best, when their big guns are firing, but then guys that aren't the bigger names are, are really stepping up and, and doing their role, um, which makes them greater than the, the sum of their parts. You know, I was, I was impressed with that, and I think that's probably a sign that the Storm, you know, have the capacity to get back to that level, although they've they've only been there sporadically this year, but, you know probably getting to the makes me feel like they it makes me feel like they have the ability to do it when it counts yeah yeah <clears> and point. i guess and i guess the, and i guess the position that they find themselves in on the ladder at the moment means what they're doing is kind of enough anyway at the moment even though we've been looking at some of their performance and going gee that was you know that was fucked they're still kind of you know they're top four mm. they'll probably finish third at this rate yeah and so <clears throat> You know, maybe set, you know, certainly third or fourth are, are, are available to them. I mean, some of the teams around them you know, aren't aren't going the greatest, and the Raiders particularly worrying for them because they have been, you know, the fakest team in the competition all season. Um, this was the most. Games. This was the most glaring example of that. Though. Yeah, winning. I mean, yeah. and but this is not this is not the first time this season they've been they've been fucking smashed either. And I mean, when they when they win games, they generally haven't won by more than like ten points this season. I reckon. But they've had a couple of games where they've been, you know, they got smashed in this game. They got smashed by Manly, and there was another one I can't remember who it was that smashed them as well. Um, and so I just feel like they they are firmly and and irredeemably placed in the cannon fodder yeah. of the finals. And uh, yeah, aren't going to last very long. Um, the Knights forty two defeat the Bulldogs six. Uh, in Newcastle, the Knights had double to Tyson Gamble, tries to gay guy, man, Tuala, Leo Thompson, with his first try, I believe, and uh, Jack Hetherington. Ponga, six conversions and a penalty goal. The Doggies, a try to read Marnie, a conversion to Matt Burton. And uh, more of the from the Dogs. Fuck, they were hopeless. The fact that it ended up being 42-6 is a miracle. Yeah, they were, they were bad. Mm. Especially when... Because they, they got thumped <clears> by the Knights previously this season. Yeah, that's what started the Knights' good run of form, that 66-0 win. That was the first one, yeah. And I think that makes this score all the more damning. Whereas if you look at, you know, look what the Tigers did to to the Cows. Yep. And and they replied in emphatic fashion. And to to be fair, they did run across a Tigers outfit that had, you know, at at least two from memory of their their most important players out, Brooksy and, and Appy. Yeah. Um. But they they turned around and used that loss to to steal themselves and to to go in. And for the dogs to and it's not it's not like the knights are they're a guaranteed top four side either, or they they're a side that's been dominant for years that no that have all of these uh, amazing players and potential. They're scraping to get into the eight. Mm. Yeah. They are playing every fucking minute of the end of this season. To and to get do themselves. so, they've had to to do so. They've had to do like you know six games or whatever on, yeah, on the trot. On the trot well, that's yeah. it. And so for the <clears> dogs to to get pumped like they did originally, and then to let this blow out like it was was it was thirty nil at halftime or something. Yeah, yeah, you exactly. Know, yeah, the, that to me, in the context of what happened to them in the season, is fucking gross. Yeah, and the the only positive that they can look towards is the fact they didn't get fifty in this game as well. Because I I heard uh, a, a commentator saying that it would have been the first time in like I don't know a fucking long time, let's say twenty years, 
where a team has played another team twice and scored over 50 in both games. Both games, yeah. Yeah, in back-to-back matches against them or whatever in, in, the, in the same season. So, And that was at the halftime they were squarely looking at. Mm. And the thing is, the dogs started, like, they started off fucking great. Like, their first, what, five, five, ten minutes was fucking solid. I mean, they almost scored a try. There was, like, a tip-on from Kikau that, yep. that didn't find the mark. And then the Knights scored almost immediately after that, and they're probably on their next set, or, or certainly the next position, the next possession in good ball. And... um. <clears throat> And then after that, it was fucking game over. And I mean, the dogs had some guys go to the bin. There was a bit of a crossover there. So they were down to sort of, you know, they were down to, to, to 12 men at most for about 20 minutes or 17 minutes. And there was a little crossover in the middle there where they, was, they were down to 11. But that wasn't really where most of the damage was done. It was kind yeah. of mostly done before and after that. But <clears throat> yeah, look, fuck the dogs. Um, Camserato, the other another another in a long line of illustrious fucking Panthers assistant coaches that's turned out to be an absolute fucking loser. Um, but again, this, the- this is that thing, and it it keeps being done by by terrible fucking clubs who think I'm going to take this piece of a successful club and just implant that into my team. And yeah, then, what it is, what it is, they just they're just they're basically just attributing results mm. to coaching, and not and not like other things like you know once in once in the fucking in in history fucking generation of players that have played together since they were in nappies, and all these other factors yeah. that come together that have nothing to do with fucking coaching. You got to remember, Ivan Cleary didn't learn to coach overnight. He was a fucking forty three percent coach before he fucking stumbled across the crop. Yeah, like it's like it's literally the crop. He put fucking he he put eighteen long fucking years into yeah. literally birthing his success. <laughs> exactly. I mean, um, but even then, I mean, he had to just plug his seed into like into this into these fucking Polynesians that have been playing together since our little. Yeah. You know, so I mean, like like Nathan's fucking like he's Johnny come lately in the crew. Like, <laughs> He only played with them, you know, in the different um, flag or something, you know. But the, the thing, and and I I don't know why people are surprised that you take a coach that was an assistant and throw him into the wor- one of the worst performing first grade sides as a head coach, and are surprised when it's not a raging fucking success. Yeah, Would- but I mean, but you know, let's let's look at the the other side of that coin, Webster. He's taken a side that was pretty much a similar, you know, not as bad, but like still a, a, an historic basket case for the entire history of their organisation, apart from a couple of flashy seasons. Nah, they, were, they were nowhere near Bulldogs. Yeah, but they've been a basket case for a longer period of time, like more times than not in the last 20 years. Because remember, when they made grand finals, it was these massive runs and surprises. The Bulldogs made two in three years. I mean, like they, yeah. they were so, and plus they had the ones over in the, you know, they, the, they cheated to get, yeah, you know, the Super You're, you're League, talking historically. Cap, but... you're, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm that's talking yeah, yeah. from where they were last year <clears throat> to now, 100%. He's done a better job. But that that's the difference between me fucking. You know, if if you're fucking Webster and Glennie Seraldo, I say to both of you, I'm going to give you a shit car, and and I want you to to make it drivable. You know, your, yours has got no spark plugs, and Glennie's doesn't have an engine. That's the difference in fucking assignment you're talking about. So it's no wonder that Webster's done a better job. 
and he is at at his base. So I, yeah, I, but, I still I mean, believe. But, but Sorrello did have a, he he did have like a pretty much a blank checkbook as well, and import you know and spent a lot of money on players. Whereas Webster's kind of done it with the guys they had for them, and not only that, I mean. Handed back, fucking, you know, yeah. lost, you know, and, lost RTS the year before. Handed back Reese Walsh, and before, there's, you know, there's exactly that fucking mistake. That they've made exactly the same mistake with their coach that they've made with the players. Oh, we're just going to fucking cherry pick, and we're going to yeah. get these successful pieces from other teams and just plonk them in here. You know, and then that's a fucking that's a win. It doesn't work yeah. like that. Fair call. Yeah, and now and now and Gus is Gus is finding that out. Yeah, exactly. Gus will be in his Gus will be in his fucking eternal rest before the Bulldogs taste future success. That's it. It is written. And uh, yeah, fucking Bulldogs as well. Now news, just off the top of my head, I don't have anything open, but um, we did speak about it briefly before the Titans game. We had uh, Tino signing a fucking ten year. $12 million deal. Um, and they also threw a fucking, threw a chunk on David Feeder as well at the same time to end speculation of those two guys walking, um, giving it a free agents following the sacking of Holbrook. <laughs> and um, thoughts. Oh. Look, the money I think is probably standard. Like, you know, we've yeah. seen Payne Haas sign a couple of days later for the similar sort of money. But um, doesn't man, have a, ten years. Doesn't have a ratchet clause. The <laughs> Tino one does. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's indexed for because the cap is going to increase significantly in you know, in a couple of years. So um, yeah, so there is a, yeah there is a the, it is going to be indexed and rise with the cap as well. So it's going to turn out to be fucking unbelievable. I can't fucking believe they did that. When you look at the incident, how many players? have been medically retired through the history of the game. I don't know. Like that just, I, 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 don't, I don't know the number, but it's, yeah, it's a lot. Fucking, as Scribe would say, you know? How many players have managed to successfully, just let's just say, let's, how many players have managed to successfully execute, not contractually, if they're like in one deal, but even just like 10 years, 10 yeah. success, consecutive years at a club? That's it. Not fucking many. Mm. No, if any. And, and particularly in a, in a position with attrition, like prop. Yep. I mean, it can change very fucking quickly. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's now, a big risk. Props. One, one that I, I feel like it's it smacks of a bit of desperation. But I feel like, um, much like the initial instance when they negotiated those, when they were negotiating those contracts with the the get out clause, should Holbrook be sacked, that clause smacked of desperation as well. Um, I think, you know, they, they need the Tinos and the Fafitas in the in the squad or in the club um, for the credibility. And and I think it scares the shit out of them to think that they're going to lose those, those guys. Um, so lock them away for 10 years, no matter how little sense in, in a lot of regards that makes. I feel like I don't think that a side is set up for continual long-term success unless the bulk of their money is like in their in, in you know through the spine. That's how that's how teams maintain 
the long-term success by securing those pieces. And I think poor, yeah, remember Wayne had a thing where he wouldn't pay over a certain mm. amount of money for props. Um, look at the, look at the storm who, you know, who were sort of, you know, still to this day in contention and have been since like fucking, you know, 2005 or whatever, mm. 2006, like they never spent a fortune on props or anything either. It's all you know, through like, like, I don't know if you're going to, if you want to have a back row or a prop taking up like fucking, I don't know, what's that percentage mean for the cap at the moment? Well, like a 30-year cap well, or something? The, like, the irony is I think Mo Fodawaka is, is actually the more consistent player of the three of them. Yeah, yeah this year he's had, a, he's yeah. had a great year, yeah. Well, in, in saying that now, so the, they've essentially done on on Tino and Fafita yep. what Manly have done with DCE and Turbo. Well, no, because Turbo's only like sort of two, three years and it's three No, no, no I'm, not talk, I'm not talking about length. But in, yeah. t- in terms of what in your cap is done. And if you say to anyone, hey, if you're building a footy team, are your two most expensive players a half and a fullback? Or mm. some fucking hit-up machines? Yeah. It, Spying all day. Yeah. Every day. And, yeah. I, and I don't see how there is any end to this that doesn't end up with the Titans over a fucking barrel sniffing poppers. And by that, yeah, I mean, and, and so, it means it means, so it means they've got like Tan, your Tanner Boyds and and you know, you know, Foz on his last leg, and yeah, then there's nobody. I mean, That's you it. know, like they, yeah, they still don't have a fucking proper hooker. I mean, like Sam's Verrills is, is you know, the best option they've had in a long time, yep. but but yeah, he's also injured all the time as yeah. well. And and what happens? So you got 10, 10 fucking years, <clears> right? Yep. Now he's a state of origin player, right? So he's a representative quality forward. But Dave Taylor was a representative quality forward. Well, for a minute. Uh, you know. Just uh, for a minute, like literally a minute. Yeah. But but when he falls off, if he falls off, I should say, what happens? Can you can you really negotiate with another club and be like, Well, look, this guy's done. We need to fucking send him somewhere else as an elder statesman. Oh yeah, we'll take him, but for sixty percent of his freight, fuck, he's got four years left on his deal. Also, just remember, next year in comes Desi. Yeah, and I mean Desi going into a side the salary cap fucked. (laughs) 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 Honestly, I think it's uh, yeah. It's the end of the Titans as a club, ultimately. I'm not saying it's going to be straight away like it's a bad decision today, but they're going to look back on it and go, wow. Well, we were fucked for so long because of this. Tell shit you what, right here. Nathan, if you were an adult film star and your job was to fuck and you walked on set and there was already jizz in the orifice, yeah. are, you, are you not doing your job that day? <laughs> you're saying you're saying that the titans should un- undertake a clean out before desi arrives i'm saying that desi will take the fucking salary cap sloppy seconds like you wouldn't believe <laughs> now um speaking of teams like trying to unfuck themselves from cap trouble the bulldogs have uh given the tap to fucking tavita pangai jr who has retired from the nrl Saving them seven hundred fifty thousand dollars on their against their cap to uh, become a professional boxer. So, um, yeah, there you what go. could possibly Thoughts? go wrong? 
Um, the Bulldogs. The Bulldogs are supportive of his of his decision. Of course they are. Well, of course they will be. <laughs> I'd say, that, I, I, honestly, the Bulldogs are uh, the, the architects of that decision. I mean, oh. that is the decision to save themselves $750,000 because they spent a lot of fucking money. Look, you know... And the you fact he's on at, 750 is hilarious in the first place. You look at him and, you know, he's he's achieved basically anything you can in the game. <laughs> he's, he's won a ring. Um, Played Origin. Re- represented his state. How the fuck are we having this conversation? How did these things makes happen? It- it, it it's it's funny it's funny because it does make, it makes it look even fucking stupider um, for selecting him that, in that yeah. game. and I mean and that that's tough it is it's tough to do but he's he's managed to achieve that but um to me, to me the timing of everything is just hilarious because it gets announced in the afternoon and you're like okay so the bulldogs have got another 750 it's not that much further for them to go to top up Payne Haas and get him down there which yeah. is the intention I'm certain yeah and then hours later, like two hours later, Payne Haas has signed the deal to Broncos. <laughs> yeah, and and that deal was was exactly as predicted. Where you know he he got he, I think he got a little bit more money. He got the he got an index for the cap, and it's only three years in the first place. So yeah. it means that he can negotiate when the cap rises significantly. He can negotiate another even larger deal. And um and these guys Tino and Payne Haas <laughs> have absolutely fucking fucked the prop market now. For money, yeah, because that's you know, they've yeah. set the new, they set the new level for I, like you know, for for you know, the the top top absolute top tier franchise sort of props. They have, yeah, they have. I would be curious to see if anybody's learned anything from this Ben Hunt exercise. As in, well, if you're going to take that money, you better fucking perform. Otherwise, there will be scrutiny. And there will be stories about you every week, and whether that matters to players or not depends on their makeup. But <clears throat> it uh, it's going to be very interesting to see see play out for for pain. Uh, for, sorry for TPJ. He's I don't think he's, he's a sad turnout because he did he did those things. He played state of origin. He won a premiership. You know he, he was a ringer for six games, and I think that stint showed us exactly what he his potential was. He was a great guy when he had zero responsibility on him and he had a very limited role and he could be trotted out, impact a game when the coach thought it was required and then pulled off before he did anything stupid. And even then, there were some fucking things he did that, that almost cost us games. Yeah, um, even but... even Ivan, there was a couple of times where if he had his time over, he would have made those yeah. decisions sooner because <laughs> he, he almost <laughs> fucked him fucking hell but but I don't think he was ever destined to be and he and it again the pressure was on from from an early age he had a a great start to his career and came out and was damaging and all of a sudden all the talks about him and he was the best best forward in the game and all this and potential and ba 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 da and and never never lived up to it but um there you go. Box, maybe boxing is his thing. I'm not qualified to say. He'll be back at the Broncos in 18 months, 12 months. There you go. You're the you uh, you're, yeah. you're the pro the pro boxing expert, Glenny. Maybe not back in maybe not back at the Broncos, but like back in rugby league. You reckon? Yeah, he might end up at the Titans on a 10 year deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
what other news? Oh, just today I got the email from the NRLs uh, saying that they've um, announced details of Pacific Championships involving uh, international men's and women's teams in October and November this year. And so we've got a schedule and everything uh, for the middle of October where we're going to get Australia versus Samoa in men and Australia versus New Zealand in uh, women and PNG and Cook Islands, uh, Samoa and Fiji in women. And it's going to be basically a four-week sort of tournament. So uh, that'll be good. Games played in uh, up in Townsville and uh, PNG, uh, New Zealand. And uh, then you've got, uh, I think, the final. I think, that, yeah, the final of the men's one is going to take place in New Zealand. And the final of the... Um, then the, the bowl is going to be, is going to be uh, played in Port Moresby. So... Look, it's good. We've wanted we've wanted you know more games for these guys for a long time. Yeah, and uh, look, getting it done, and also gives us something to watch two weeks after the season ends. So, or you know, for for another couple of weeks after the season ends. So, um, well, positive. Not I'm not sure what else much what else is, is to say about it, but yeah. uh, it's all good. Definitely positive. Hope, I think it's another step in the right direction. get buy-in from the players as well, you know, because often, often in those season-ending things, you know, you see players that, you know, opt out um, for, for yeah. real reasons, like whether they're playing, you know, whether, whether they're planning to have surgeries and stuff like that after the season finishes or, yep. you know, or, or they're just, you know, going to Bali. Yeah, there you go. Or whatever they're doing. But, uh, but yeah, all right. Um, any other news things you fellows want to talk about? No, not at all. Let's no. uh, get straight into the socials and then get out. Okay, yeah, yes, hit the socials. Predictions happening. So our socials... I forgot all about the socials, so yeah. No, no, that's Let's fine. Let's go. Um, there we go. So, uh, Sharky Dave has come in. Um, oh, no, that's not Sharky Dave at all. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bloody someone Sharky else. Dave. Someone else strewn on the floor of a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mad Dog underscore no space. He said, as much as I enjoy the Toowoomba touch updates with the big diesel, <laughs> can we have an equally large portion of the pod dedicated to the brilliance of Reese Walsh? No. Uh, I'll tell you what, buddy. We'll give you this. Um, you're the second delusional Broncos fan I'm going to school this week. Um, all of the chatter at the moment that I'm hearing about Reese Walsh is is how long before he becomes gutho level hated. I mean he's probably there now, right? Well, he's not there. And and to be fair, the the, the conversation also has been the difference between him and Gutho uh, is that he actually has talent. Whereas Gutho I don't, why is, does yeah, not. Why, why is why is it him so and I, Gutho anyway? Why, like, I don't understand why Well it was just that Brisbane was playing yeah. Parramatta and they were both on the yeah, field oh, at the okay, same time. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, and and I don't want this at all to be turned into some sort of oh people just hate him because he's good, uh, which is not not the case at all. That's not why. Um, there's just he has the the gutho gene, is what scientists call it. <laughs> yeah, um, and it's just for, that makes you infinitely fucking punchable. So uh, if you want to talk about that, then uh, then yes, we'll dedicate a big section. Um, uh, our uh, our old mate Simon Griffin. Uh, just said hashtag fuck the Broncos. Agreed. Um, Terry Bull said, "Does Luke Thompson have the biggest turning circle in the NRL?" What happened to that guy? I mean, I know a year's worth of injury happened to that guy, but I mean, remember when he remember when he like yeah lobbed up for the dogs, and he was looking like fucking amazing. Yeah. When he like when he first started, like was it the start of last year? Was it even the year before? Yeah. Amazing. 
Now they can't they can't fuck him off quick enough. Oh fucking hell! Tigers, the Tigers might look have... like they're willing to take him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they love a washed pommy, don't oh, they? Fuck. An overwashed <laughs> to the point where he's he's translucent. You can see through him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And now uh... lime washed. <laughs> Oh, hang on. We'll go. We'll go. We'll get back to this one. Um, we'll, we'll ask Lenny about it. But um, back on to the facey comments. Um, Twitter crowd, the facey and Instagram people, fucking buried you this week. And uh, the quality on Facebook should never be better than the quality on Twitter. So lift your fucking game, uh, Cameron. <laughs> Will the Donkeys finally break their storm hoodoo as this could decide the minor premiership if the Eels win their usual regular season matchup against the Riff? What do you make of Seabold's claim that their plan worked against Penrith for 50 minutes? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, what do I make of that is that is actual, legit, typical, Harvard probably taught corporate bullshit. Where if something... That's probably that's probably actually the case though. If, I mean, he didn't say. I mean, fifty minutes does sound about right. Hundred percent. But if something you are involved in, like that game, is an abject fucking failure, as it was for Manly, what you do is turn around and essentially say, "Well, no, I don't consider that a loss at all. Um, I consider that proof of uh, proof of concept I'm working on. And uh, now we have proof of concept. I'm very happy that we can move on to the next stage." So Seabold is a fucking parody of a coach. <clears throat> that makes uh, yeah, it makes perfect sense. Get all the props back. Uh, get Tommy back. Get Brooksy in there. Our mate Cam Mutton. Glennie, this one's for you. Uh, who do you think is the best five eight in the comp, and why is it Tyson Gamble? It's very interesting if you look at the Newcastle Knights halves combination, <laughs> <laughs> both of which uh, were deemed. Not suitable to play for the West Tigers. Six in a row, Clenny. They've <laughs> won six in a row. And looking like fucking world beaters, both of them. Um, mm. Although Jackson Hastings, he'll be out this week at yeah, least, won't he? Yeah. Kurt Mann. Kurt Mann with two at- tries in two weeks. He's matching the big Kurt, diesel. Kurt Mann. Kurt Mann. That was the funniest thing in that whole game for me. Kurt Mann scored on <laughs> his first touch. Yeah. In that game. And I was like, oh, Glenn, he must be fucking loving it. <laughs> He's trying to match the big diesel for his try scoring results, and you know, quite frankly, it's offensive. <laughs> well, I mean, he is like the C grader of is NRL that, players. Yeah, that's why fair. That's fair. After, after every try, he makes the, the choo choo motion. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see it. I know he's listening. His family he members, his his family members listen in, and it's like he's fucking been in here again, Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> And then really what, what it is, what is about, every, what time, he... every time he puts the ball down now, there's a little tear, and he's just thinking, maybe Blakely will love me this time. No. Maybe maybe if I score enough tries, he'll love me. I, what, I want to see is, I want, what I want to see is him is him fronting up to like a meet-up. I mean, you know, Blakely, I fucking heard what you said about me, can't. <laughs> yeah. And, that's, and, and my recent vein of form is because of you. Bullying works. Thank you, Glenn. <laughs> I stand by every word of it. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, uh, I, t- I never told you about the customer that tried that. Uh, we had a little bit running on the phone. He was going to mouth off at me. Um, this is in previous place of employment. And um, he was mouthing off, and, and I gave him a bit of a gobful. And he's from Light- Lightning Ridge or something, but he has a mate okay. in Toowoomba. And okay. um, he fucking fronted up and said, Oh, you know, I just want to talk about 
you know, that phone call. I said, yeah. You said to me that uh, if I couldn't get my friend to drop, uh, to, to get from Toowoomba to Toowoomba within fucking an hour to pick up my parts. The Lightning Ridge to Toowoomba. No, 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 his mate was in Toowoomba. And and he wanted me to fucking either come in at five in the morning to, so I could give the guy his parts or hang around at till like six 30. So the guy could pick it up. And I was like, well, no, he's in Toowoomba. I'm in Toowoomba. If you can't get from Toowoomba to Toowoomba within the space of a fucking hour, then, um, you might need to find a mate that's not retarded. And, um, cause yeah, I was having none of his bullshit. Anyway, he decided that he was going to come in front in and, and he goes, yeah, you, you said, I said, yeah, I said that stand by. And he fucking, he was dumbfounded. And I said, look, I also, I had some other stuff to say too, mate, but you know, at the end of the day, we're both red blooded males. You were drawing off. I was drawing off. Fucking play on. Is that what you come here? What did you come here to try and intimidate me? <laughs> He's just uh. in his car and fucked off. <laughs> See you, bud. <laughs> this didn't go the way you thought it was no, going to go. What really you, didn't. You're so, going to suck you off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Kurt, man, see you at a meet-up, brother. Stand by every word I said. Lovely. Um, you fucking Landry, stat sheet. Landry, you know, Landry, I know he's rocking up with a stat sheet. And he's like, you said I was the worst player in the NRL, but he is a fucking list of statistics that would defy <laughs> that logic. Yeah, but he'd have like West Tigers players highlighted. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's tough to argue, Kurt. I'm sorry, Kurt, let me buy you a fucking white wine spritzer. No, it'll fucking come down. You'll go to fucking square up at each other and he'll come in Why and throw this big... Why does it have to be big, about violence, Jack? He'll come in and throw this big fucking, big overarching right and pop his shoulder out. Oh, the irony. And and you'll get that flashback to when you did it. And you'll start crying and you'll hug. And I'll say that's how I did mine. <laughs> and then he, and then he, and then he, then he'll then he'll go and help you out when you're feeling sick that's right. in the cube. And then I'll reach into his back pocket and pull out a baggie. Uh Lando, and the officiating in favour of the bookies uh in favour of the bookies favourites is out of control. I think almost all the outsiders were on the wrong side of bad calls this week. And it's a trend that just keeps on. Um, look, the referee pointing to the spot and blowing their whistle when another team scores against your shit defense isn't technically a bad call. <laughs> you know, you may not enjoy it, but it's not yeah. a bad. I don't, think, call. I don't think that's what he's. I don't think that's what he's referring to. And the Dragons actually have been uh, the uh, whatever the opposite of beneficiary victim of uh, like a couple of weeks in a row now, where they've had some awful fucking shit. Yeah. Game-changing shit, mm. but um, I saw Annesley sort of. He only apologised for the manly one. He reckoned that was the only one that was actually really bad, and he said the other ones had like mitigating factors or blah blah blah. Fuck up, cunt. <laughs> Gee, I tell you what though, Annesley, Annesley watching the games on the weekend, he must be just on Sunday night. He just must be just like the fucking anxiety, just like oh fuck. These cunts have given me another full Monday afternoon <laughs> briefing. <again. laughs> Can I just get a fucking Monday off? <laughs> Uh, Joshua, he said, Reed Marnie arguing with the ref about Preston doing his best Tarzan impression had a very Camp Smith, Alex McKinnon vibe and his unnecessary tackle around Kurt Mann's ankles plus back chat says a lot about him and the Bulldogs. Yeah, look, there's a couple of things in this one. Like Preston's, he's, he's got form, happened earlier in the season, got a suspension for it. I don't think this one was necessarily like a textbook 
what they're trying to say is that he's a hip drop, to, to what they're trying to stamp out. I think there was a bit of bad luck in it as well. But the fact is you just can't, like, people are going to get penalised and binned and suspended for stuff yeah. that's not technically the thing because they're trying to stamp the thing out. Yeah, that's so, so if you're close or adjacent to the thing, then, you know, you're in you're in line to fucking, you know, be punished but for, as if you did it. So... Um, I think he's 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 landed a bit weird. Like I don't think he was, it was a technically like the you know what the, what they're calling a hip drop, but he sort of landed in a way that caused you know pain or you know whatever to the player and it kind of so. But read Marty arguing about it, yeah, <coughs> yeah. He's an annoying cunt. He's he's got more of the gutho gene in him than fucking anyone. And I'm yeah, and it disappoints me because fuck, I enjoyed watching him play. Um, last year and being undervalued why why <laughs> oh, well, he, man, he, he came on and that, that's what we were saying at the end of last year that that he will miss uh, sorry that the the Parramatta Eels will miss him far more than, yeah. than he'll miss them and he's going to the Bulldogs yeah you know and and for him to come out now and just be the little like not it's not even like you know Lou is a larrikin he's a he's, He's he's a he's a larrikin. Larrikin. <laughs> we'll meet in the middle. All right, but yeah, you're right. Mar- Marnie's just a fucking annoying shithead. But uh, Terry, he said, "Big brain theory for meaningless matches towards the end of the season that end in a draw have extra time, five minutes each way, with no golden point. All players stay on the field. All sets are now four tackles instead of six, and all kickoffs are from the twenty meter line." So, they, uh, so, so you got less tackles, but you're starting deeper in your territory. Or you're starting closer to the halfway, I guess, because the the kick is thirty meters back. Yeah. So you're starting a bit further out the field, but you got less tackles. I don't, and all the players <laughs> down the field don't they I, cancel each what, other out? Yeah, and why? And why do you? You got less tackles to make less territory. If they're meaningless fucking games at the end of the season, why play extra time? Just fucking call them a draw. Yeah. Like, why do you want to see? Why? Why, why do you need to see more of it? The only reason you do anything to the fucking extra games that mean nothing. Well, you do something if you think is, it's something you can roll into the games. exactly. Yeah, exactly. But that's not that's not it. That's not no. a solution for for golden point or something. Yeah, no, at Ca- all. Cam- Cameron Seraldo has coached your suggestions this week. <laughs> um, <laughs> thanks for playing, uh, Devon Head. Billy Walters is proof the West Tigers are an organisation where careers go to die. Oh fucking! From a Dragons fan. Fuck you out of here. It's pretty, Go and watch I mean, another pretty, movie, cunt. Conan. It's pretty, und- it's pretty undisputable, though, Glennie. I mean, you think of the, the litany of names and careers that have gone there to die, like uh, Dewey, Appy. I, I never thought, Nathan, that I Russell would see pa- the Russell day Packer, where Elijah I would Taylor. think that you were yeah. a bigger cunt than I thought you Dane were at Laurie. the start of this very show. And here we are, agreeing with fucking trotters. Fuck me, Benji dead. Marshall. Tim Sheens, no, Robbie Farrow. being purposely inflammatory. Tim, now, this, she- Tim now, Sheens, this, excellent point. This is, this is a segue into the news item that we missed. Yes. Um, the Tigers are punting Tim Sheens, Glennie. What do you say? Look, they've mutually agreed to part ways to bring a, bring about the early ascension of, of the great, the yeah, one, so, the only, so, Benji Marshall. So for, the, for people who aren't up with, up with it, Tim Sheens was supposed to coach the Tigers this year and next year with Benji in like an assistant role. And then the intention was that he would then do three years from the end of 24 uh, as the head coach in his own right. And Sheenius said, you know, back off or, you know, fuck off or whatever he's going to do. 
But that has been brought forward. The timetable has been brought forward 12 months. Mm. Sheenis is gone. It's. I mean, you can't argue with the results. At the end of the day, the results are there. Uh, Benji's ready. He's primed and ready. We've had such a great season that Sheen just said, look, I'll fast-forwarded everything. Take the reins a year early, Bench. Mm-hmm. What could possibly go wrong? What a pack of fucking cunts. Give me a fucking break. Just dead set. It's always, it's still the coach's fault. It's still the player's fault. And there's still people facilitating fucking decisions like this in the front office that continue to keep their jobs. If Holbrook hadn't gone to East, because he was he was heavily courted by the Tigers, mm. <clears throat> do you reckon if they had got him as assistant, they, they could have cunted Benji and, well, yeah, maybe Holbrook start next year? Yes. I reckon Benji's in the crosshairs well and truly now. And, you know, we'll see how long he lasts. Mm. My prediction, not long. Under two years. 100%. Is it, that's, he, it's, <clears throat> it was a plan that was doomed to failure to start with. The results have been as, as most people would have anticipated, maybe it's slightly worse, actually. I mean, I think people thought, would have thought there's a chance they'd, you know, creep up a couple of spots. Not, not challenge for the finals or anything, but like creep up a couple rather than just drop one, drop back to, to finishing last. Back. <laughs> yeah. And like be significantly entrenched in the spoon position. We've gone from last to negative position. last. And with the spoon battle over, like kind of you know five weeks before the end of the season, yeah, well, which is quite in a, in what's been the closest season, like in terms of table positions in yep. like a long, long time, for the spoon to be decided so far out, and not to have like a, a hyperbole or a spoon of palooza to decide it yeah. near the end, is um is unbelievable. Uh, I I actually had a theory on that, and again, <clears throat> just to fucking red herring us for a, another second, we've had a couple of comments come in about how people are upset that they believe the quality of football has dropped. They're watching too many West Tigers games. <laughs> Here's my hot take on that. Watch the good teams. Could, <laughs> could it be that it is the equity of the teams now, as in they are they are closer in, in skill level? The gap between the, the bottom of the eight and you know, say three is smaller. So ten and three, yep, is smaller. In a game where the whole fucking point of it is attrition, it's wearing out your opposition. It's you know, whoever can play for for closest to eighty minutes generally wins. It's doing the little things right for the longest amount of time, and then that whole thing over the course of a season again. Could it be that as teams get closer in ability and skill that the quality of football will drop because naturally there's less energy for teams to be perfect? Did that make sense? Yeah. I'm just trying to be fucking Dairy Queen here. As in, yeah. it is possible for this, the visual quality of football to drop off but yet the season to be closer and more exciting at the same time. That's some galaxy brain bullshit. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Fair enough. I don't know. Just a I theory. Mean, you, 
I mean, you're making me want to take my shoes off and fucking go for a walk on the oval. Play painter, play TPJ in your fucking starting lineup. <laughs> yeah. oh, 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 well, now now TPJ's retired. I'm thinking about selecting him for a fucking representation in, uh, this week in league. <laughs> Just need someone to get out there and fucking put some pressure on the first fucking first stint. <laughs> Just fucking put one on Glennie in the first stint. That's the, that's the plan. Why? What a delight. Yeah, yeah. Are they really? <laughs> yes. I mean, come on. Not to you. On, You're Lord. a piece of shit. Yeah, see, look, see? Thank you. Thank you for proving my point <laughs> mere seconds after it left my lips. Um, all right, so the uh, upcoming round of action, the Broncos have a bye. So hashtag fucking bye. And uh, <laughs> Thursday night, North Queensland Cowboys take on the Sharks up at the Abattoir. Uh, very important game for the constitution of the of the final eight in the season the cowboys uh without jermaine to brown uh in comes jeremiah nanai uh felt goes from center to wing talangi wing to center cohen hess second row to bench shark side uh colcoon's out hazelton comes back in uh after his hia otherwise unchanged sharks looked better last week albeit the titans were pretty ordinary um I think, I think the Cowboys they're at home, and I think they're buoyed to to sort of get one of those last spots in the eight. They're certainly in um, more consistent form over the last sort of six weeks or so than than the Sharks. So, I think the Cowboys will win. Yeah. Just who would have thought at this stage of the season, right from from two firmly finals teams last year that we'd be say, talking about well well the Cowboys are currently in fucking 10th yep and the Sharks do not deserve to be in the 8 because they haven't beat any team in the 8 all year yeah, yeah. fucking hell um yeah simply for the fact that they're at home and I, I remain unconvinced that the Sharks can can put two good performances in a row I'd agree with that yeah, you know? and and I feel like I feel like the Cowboys have have you know more to offer in attack and better defense as well. Also, more reason to win. Yeah, obviously. Like this, yeah, this is one of those to... games where they're they're currently sitting. What are they in? Um, oh, ninth. Sorry. <coughs> right. So the Cowboys are are currently sitting in ninth. In, yeah. And if they win this game, they shoot to sixth. Yep. So yeah, it's important. The fucking how good is this? It's phenomenal. Yeah. On Cowboys, and uh, it's yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I think Cowboys, and it's just a matter of what what the margins are going to be, and it'll be interesting just because we'll see more of what the Sharks are about, and whether last week was kind of an aberration against an easy opponent that's you know kind of packed in for the season, or if they are actually serious about making a run. Yep. Because remember, like the the, the sharks, they, they weren't as fake as Canberra, but they did have a fake representation on the ladder because they they had received all of their buys very quickly. One of the earliest teams in the season to receive the full complement of buys, so they were sort of sat up there on the basis of six points that they'd received for free. Yep. So that's why we're seeing a little bit of a slide now. But I mean, yeah, their form's not helping them either. Yeah. That's um, okay. The Warriors take on the battered Sea Eagles. The Warriors side. Um, we are, we only and Barnett, bench by a couple. 
dealt, we, we were already battered with injuries before that, and we've got you know plenty more to go. Um, they're saying the nickel Cook starts coming in and Bunty R4. Uh, Manly side, what do we got? Parker's out, uh, Burbo's out. So Morgan Harper comes in. Uh, Tulangi goes bench to second row. Now, I think looking at the, the, the composition of the 22-man squad, we're going to see some changes before the, the game. Um, I mean, although it's more of a Desi thing to sort of, you know, hide changes and all that sort of thing and do them, do them late, and Siebes kind of runs with what he, what he puts out there initially, I think that we're probably going to see the rumoured move of Schuster to the to the back row, and then and that will get... That'll put Kepi onto the bench. Schuster will move to back row, and then I think that'll put Jacob Arthur into the six to start or into into five eighth to start the game. Um, I don't see him. I don't see him going in with Jacob Arthur and Dean Madison on the bench. Um, and then we've got uh, Gordy is in eighteen. Normally they stick him in twenty two just to say that they're still thinking about him. This week he's in the eighteen, and they've also got Jamie Humphreys in twenty two. So that's two additional hookers in the squad. Um, so yeah, look, yeah, it might be it might be time to come, and if it's time to come this weekend, then oh my god, the the Warriors are not only going to get Bukaki, they're going to absolutely drown uh, their their top uh, their top two chances, and uh, probably have to be resigned to fourth on the ladder, uh, mainly by plenty, obviously. Cowboys, the Warriors were fucking ordinary against an ordinary side last week. Warriors thirteen plus, yeah, yeah. Just, it just doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen in this fucking league Look, in 2023, Glenn. It, it, it will, and I'll give you your easy out here, if only because of your narrative that the fucking good teams get the calls. And Manly yeah, so are not should, a good team. So we should get a massive we should get a massive influx of penalties, is what you're saying, to help us carry the victory. I like it. I like it a lot. Who we got here? Oh, we got Torso as the referee too. So he's not really known that much for for match fixing. I mean, Sutton's in the in the video referee box, and Casey Casey Badge is on the line. So they do have some of their crew operating in this game. But um, Torso, oh, he's man. usually okay. The Red Torso. That's what I'm going to call him. <laughs> <laughs> Toddy Smith, the Red Torso. Okay, the uh, late game on Friday, the Eels take on the Roosters at Combank Stadium. The Eels, Mitchell Moses out. As if their season wasn't already fucking over. Uh, Davies out. Marco Tyler's out. In comes Mike Acevo and RCG. Simonson goes from wing to center. RC goes from center to 5'8". Dylan Brown goes from 5'8 to halfback. Uh, offhand Gower goes from front row to lock. And Jermaine Hopkins go. goes lock to second row. Roosters. Big Puppy is out after his successful return to the action. Um, <laughs> and uh, Angus Crichton comes in. <sighs> there you go. There's that theory confirmed. I've, all, I've always said RCG is the world's softest prop. Mm-hmm. And now, funnily enough, it's been proven that he is just Mitchell Moses with a glue-on mustache. <laughs> yeah, he's coming, back. he's coming back in this week, though. Like... And, and, uh, and who's out? Oh, okay. So you're actually saying that they are the same person. They he's are not the, the same the person. Same he's, he's not. He's not soft. He's not as, as soft as. It's not like a metaphor for Mitchell no. Moses. He actually is Mitchell Moses. As okay. in, have you seen him in the same room at the same time? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, the eels, the slide continues. Mm. They're getting done by the roosters, and they're going to be able to keep this fake narrative that they have a chance of making the finals alive mm-hmm. until the, the last round when they play Souths and uh, that they they commit murders on each other like they usually do. Yeah. No, I think, I think the roosters will be yeah, roosters. the eels convincingly. I think. The, yeah. I mean, do, do the eels have any pride left to play for? They didn't have any I to start like, with. 
Well, look, I feel, I feel like they, you know, they had a little bit of pride to start with, but I mean, if last week, Have if you didn't get beat out last week, oh, I went to Peter Wins one day. There's nothing Man, I'm proud in of in that the old, the in- I went to Peter Wins score looking to, you know, seeing if he had any jerseys I wanted. There used to be an intensity at Parramatta Westfields. I stabbed a cunt on Church Street. Oh. I feel like I lived the Parramatta experience. That was fucking In right. its entirety. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, right. The uh, Tigers take on. That's the uh, that's Ashley Klein game too. So if there's a uh, if there's a line to move and money to be made, you know it'll happen. West Tigers take on the Dolphins at Combank Stadium, and uh, this one, the Tigers side unchanged. Glenny, that's what we call fucking consistency. That's what we call continuity. It's this what is what you're looking for. Depth. I mean, you don't. You, I mean, you don't have. I mean, you don't have continuity in your coaching staff but in the, in the players on the field unchanged uh dolphin side the absolute fucking opposite um the hammer is out val meninga's out jeremy marshall king is out Connolly lemuelu is out kenny bromwich out are they being rested out no no there's like there's massive fucking injuries and i think there's uh, something going through them as well like uh you know I think explosive diarrhea or something. Um, Bostock, Jennings, Harrison Graham, Ewan Aitken and uh, JJ Collins come in. And fuck me, there's too many changes to think about. Can the Dolphins, who have, you know, had somewhat of a slide, but if you think about it, they they were sort of tied on top of the table around about 12 points. So since that point, they've, you know... Broncos, I think, were one of the teams that were sort of up there amongst around that. And, uh, you know, they've added, you know, added another 26 points to the table where the Dolphins have added 10 at that point. So it's been quite quite a, a slump and, um, you know, a lot of good work in their debut season is being undone here. But the Tigers. Favourites. They've showed something the last couple of weeks when Brooksy's been back. The little, little fucking, the little master, the little magician, they call him. And... Uh, <laughs> And this one, are they really? <laughs> apparently, um, <laughs> hey, where are the where are the West Tigers going? When's his last game going to be? Like last home game? Is this 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 is this is one, but I mean, is he getting a like a, a proper home game at a at a proper Tigers field? Because uh, you got Manly. I think you're playing Manly Brookvale in the last round, aren't you? Or did you play us at Brookvale last time? I can't remember. Fuck. It was Ricky Stewart. He'd rest him. <laughs> You'd think so, yeah. What I expect to happen is that the cunt club won't even fucking recognise him at all. They'll just be like, whatever, fuck off. Jilted little bitches. Uh, we're actually playing the Roosters in the last round. Are you? I know you're playing Manly, mate. How many Something rounds, how many rounds Rooster, do you think Roosters, are? Roosters are playing South in Sorry, the last round, aren't they? No, gotcha. Yeah, Manly yeah. at four points, yeah. So who are you playing? Where are you playing Roosters? <clears throat> so this is our last home game. And it's not even a proper home game, though. It's Combank. No, well, that is the home of the West Tigers. Thanks, Justin it's Pascoe. The, it's it's the, the, nom- the nominal home ground mm. for this game. For this game. No, Combank's, like, Combank's their home ground. Yeah, disgusting. Poor fucking, poor Brooksy. Has to go out at the fucking Parramatta Stadium. Um, well, maybe we get to Brookvale in the last round and he just he's fucking go. stays he's, there. Yeah, well, that's the plan. If he wants to switch sides of that fucking game too and make things a little bit fucking smoother, <laughs> so be it. Look, the Tigers are going to win this game. They're going to win it well, Glenny. Oh, I don't know about that, bro. The Dolphins are shot. They're looking forward. They're looking forward to going going whale watching. 
<laughs> off the fucking Redcliffe jetty at the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> They're done. <laughs> the fairy tale's over. They had a good run. They had some highlights. They had some great wins. They, had, they, they were pretty solid and strong through most of the season. Only got fucked on once by the mighty manly Steve's Eagles. So, look, it's a successful season for them, a successful debut season. They're going to finish ahead of well, a lot of sides. But you, the West Tigers today... With, with a four and against of minus 98, they can ha- proudly look at themselves and say that we had a better four and against than a team in the top eight. I've got them here as minus 110, which is still better than the Raiders. But, yeah... You've probably got them. Have you got them winning the game or something on your I, thing? Yeah, just we've lost ten in a row. Yeah. We're fucking yeah. due. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, you are, you are due, but also look, strong favourites, like strong favourites, Glenny, and probably probably second or yeah, you know, first or second favourites for yeah you know, the round. So look, well, could possibly enjoy go it. Wrong. Enjoy it. Sponge like cakes out. I don't know what you're doing Saturday afternoon. You're probably busy. I mean, otherwise, you could get on and do a have, have you uh, seen? Do, a, do a winning, a winning, a winning fucking game companion. Yeah, for you. That's how certain I am. You're going to win well. Um, I'll be at touch, bro. Yeah, well, that is that is very important. You got to get in that final spot. That is true. I will be driving down the Gold Coast, but feel free to get on and do it yourself. Yeah, I'll just talk to myself. Be a fucking scintillating conversation, oh, full of full of full of the most agreeable fucking. Oh, I was going to say, <laughs> void of the normal shit you fucking carry on with when other like, normal human beings are involved in the conversation. Patrons, I apologise in advance for the hour of fucking non-stop reps faulting you will get. I did not oh, apologise because you all fucking I'll bring someone else in. I'll bring. I'll, I'll bring. Some, I can bring a ringer in. Oh, I'll bring the fucking we'll Hollywood we'll elite. It's just talking yeah, if to I get, a fucking if I get the Hollywood version elite. of yourself. Yeah, oh, if, I can get, if I can, if I can get the Hollywood elite in for this for this uh, member side, yeah, I tell you, it's going to be fucking sensational. The sound quality is going to be next level. Oh, could you imagine how good? And and the Glenny and there there will never be an episode featuring so much fucking kicking of Glenny. Yeah, bring it. <laughs> it might actually, I, I dare say that there'll be more meters made from kicking Glenny in this game than both teams combined. Although Glenny, <laughs> Glenny, here's the thing though, right? If we really want to give the patrons the best experience, you need to actually write out or record the episode, and then he can just use work that you've done previously and apply it a little bit differently because yeah. that's what he wins awards for. That's true. That is true. <laughs> right. So, West Tigers, we agreed, all three? Yes. Titans take on the Panthers at Hope Solo Coliseum. Is that, are you going down to watch that game? Is that where you're driving down the Gold Coast? Taking the whole no. family. We're taking the young fella down to watch his Fine. first Panthers game. So this, is, this, is about, this is about your first Panthers game of the year, is it? Yeah, it, Close made to. A, yeah, it will be. Oh, I haven't yeah. been able to get to any others. Fuck, I tell you, so, I know. so Stepdad will be down there in his brand new fucking jersey. <laughs> and, um... No. No, me and... Uh... Say again. <laughs> You're a cunt. You're in that. Mood. You're in one of those moods tonight. Well, look, it, well, it will. It will be the debut. It will be the debut of one of the jerseys. I'll, uh, I'll pull out the um, the matching father and son, fucking premiership jerseys, that uh, our good mate Aussie Jag fucking and I'll say it again, so kindly fucking sent to me. Um, Suck up. And they look fucking phenomenal. Well, no, Glenn. It's just what you do when people do nice things for you and don't call you a cunt all the time. No, he's a suck-up for doing it for you in the first place. Not a fucking suck-up. Yeah. He's a genuinely yeah. glorious human being. 
He's, he, 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 he did something boy. nice for you. So there's yeah. something wrong yeah. with him mentally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Panthers by a fucking million. If the defense of the Titans displayed last oh, week wow. against the Sharks of all people, you... I mean, come I mean, Panthers are going to score 50 points fucking easily. However much money you've got, you put it on the fucking 50 burger. Tyrone, Pe- Tyrone Peachy hat trick. Really? You think so? Calling it. Start the website. Is he back? Is gonna, he back this you, week? You don't think it's going to happen to the worst guy, the guy with the worst and most shittest nickname in all the football on the other side of the fucking field? Getting the fucking hat trick? <laughs> I mean, Who? you know. Critter. What? <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> Straight in the shitter with that one. I think he'll get more tries than Tyrone Peachy. Yeah, like, he just will. Quietly. He will. Just, I think, you know why, Glennie? Because he's a better fucking player than Tyrone Peachy. <laughs> That's a fair assessment. Fair assessment. I, can't, I find and, that hard and, to argue with. And, and with my thesis that the holes will be equal on both sides of the ground, <laughs> the better player will score more tries. Thank Tyro you. Peachy might, Tyro, Tyro my Peachy might, yeah, Tyro Peachy might get as many line breaks or something like that, but, but I think he'll, he'll just bomb, he'll bomb more chances that he gets. That's, yeah. all, that's all I'm saying. That's Panthers it. by easily 50. Um, and the Titans, just take a fucking good hard look at yourselves and the money you spend, you dumb cunts. The Dragons take on the Storms. Do you know what would be great? What's that? If fucking Fish and Moses and those cunts went out there with with their fucking annual salaries on their fucking wrist tape (laughs) and every time they barreled over one of the Titans' million-dollar men, just held it up to the fucking camera. Or it'd be better if they, oh. if they were doing like the if, if they were doing like the making it rain thing, like fucking like, celebration, <laughs> and like both of them just do it to come up to each other and just like pointedly make it like a prop on prop thing. But um, oh, yeah, that would be awesome. Fuck yeah! Um, Dragons versus the Storms at Win Stadium. The Dragons side: uh, Fino's out, Couchman's out, uh, Zach Lomax in, a murderous Frank Molo is in. The Storm. Uh, Bronson Har- uh, Bronson Garlic goes from hooker to bench. <laughs> Harry Grant's going to start this time. And look, this is I we expect this one to be a Melbourne Storm getting ready for the finals yeah. situation. Yep. Um In years previously there would have been players rested. Yeah. Yeah. If, yeah. The, st- if um, the storms were one or two, there would be players rested. Yeah. And like yeah, the the top 4 is vital this this year I think because it's where the because it's so much cannon fodder in the bottom half of the 8. Um so I think it's vital to 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 get that top 4 position. Um you have some control over your destiny and um yeah, look, I I just don't see I don't see a pathway to victory for the Dragons at all. That's because there isn't it. one. They're going to get done by 40. I mean, I expect them to do what they've done the last Month, which is you know high complete high completions in the in the first half, and yeah, you know, keep it relatively yeah you know, keep it from being absolutely blow, you know blown out. But the the only thing that doesn't make this game a blowout, like the Storm this year have some fucking dropsies in them, and if they have a game like that where they just keep coughing it up at, at terrible times, that won't let the Dragons win. It'll just save them from fucking maybe triple digits. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think it'll be a, a, a massive smashing, but uh, I do expect the, the Storm to win, you know, comfortably. Oh, where are we? Knights take on the Rabbits. Big game in Newcastle. The biggest uh, game of the round in terms of ramifications. True. 
Yeah. Um, so Twyla's <coughs> out, Brody Jones out, uh, Bradman Best comes back into the side. The Rabbits, uh, Lovett is out, Cheekham comes in. So both settled lineups. What's the deal with Hastings? I mean, named at seven, he's not playing, right? Surely. I don't think he's playing, no. No. Sure so what not. happens there? So so you so you've got Adam Clune is in the twenty two man squad. Um Brody Jones, Jack Johns. Yeah. One of those guys. I mean, like Hastings, I think the injury is not as bad as, as they thought at the time when he went off, but I don't think it's a one week thing either. I mean, mm. I think he's going to be out, but yeah, you know, I could be wrong. Um just to, to give the listeners an idea. Now, this is going to be you know, spoilers. Should we just quickly give our predictions for the next game? Um, because Canberra <laughs> will beat Canterbury in the game that follows this. That means that whoever wins this game between the Knights and the Rabbits goes to sixth. Right. And whoever loses this game goes to ninth. Wow. Right. Right. So it's for all the bickies. It is for all of the fucking bickies. It's a lot of faith you're showing in Canberra for the next game. They're playing the Bulldogs. Yeah. So zero faith. But still, zero but still faith. Can- I mean, as I was saying, Canberra pretty aidsy though. Still, I mean, it's A's versus A's. You don't know. Look, I think the Rabbitohs will be the favourite for this game. They are Canberra. Can't. Yep. With, with Hastings out, they have to be. Yeah. 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 They have. If to. Hastings was playing, I'd go the Knights in an upset, but he's too big and out, and I think the Rabbitohs yep. will win. No, yeah, with, and, that's exactly how I feel, Glennie. Yeah, and also, I, I just I expect the Rabbits to get incrementally better than they were last week as well. And I still think that for all the good things that the Knights do, which is you know fairly consistent play, excellent conversion <laughs> on, on, their red, on their red zone opportunities. Um, they score a lot of tries when they get themselves into good position. Um, and their defense has been pretty good over over this run that they've they've had. For all of that, I still think the Rabbitohs are just, they're just simply a better side. Even at sort of, you know, 85%, they're still yep. better than yep. what the Knights can do. Um, look, the Rabbitohs have to, they have to kick into gear or get the fuck out <laughs> at some point uh, of this season. And I expect them to win and, you know, not necessarily secure their finals position, but, you know, get a step closer yeah. towards, you know, in a, in a very crowded pack and then you were talking about the Raiders versus the, the, the Doggies of course yeah the Raiders the Raiders are going to win that one it's down in Canberra the doggy season's done they, they were fucking dismal last week and like it was like you are saying like that, it was the return game against a team that humiliated them with a massive scoreline to nil and they couldn't find like I don't I don't know if it was because of Kikau yeah, and combination like guys like like Thompson and Kikau who haven't played a lot of footy this year you know, being there, but there was it, it didn't seem to be like defensive defensive positioning, even if combination errors. It, it seemed like in a week. No, but it seemed like it was. It seemed like it was actually more effort, like like effort in defense, not not like miscommunication. So, Mate, for, with that being the case, the Raiders might year, actually be able to redress some of their shitty for and against. Not enough to do anything that affects them, but for, for every year the the kick out issue, and that's why the the that. The premiership year last year, where he fucking turned beast mode on and was amazing, was so fucking good to see. For almost every year prior to that, the knock was, and well, this is you know from a Penrith point of view, that he did some amazing things in attack occasionally, 
<laughs> and it was almost a, a peachy parallel that there were some amazing things in attack, but there was either poor choices in defence, uh, penalty causing choices in defence. Yep. Or just flat out fucking no effort. And I, I still remember at the time, and I remember fucking feeling this, that when um, Hardaway Renata went, that I said I, I would have preferred to lose Kikau over him because at least he never fucking stops trying. Yeah. I didn't know it was in regards to underage girls, but... Yeah, trying, you... trying, trying to finish your finish sentence. Yeah. Trying to what exactly? Yeah. That's, um, <laughs> <laughs> whoops. <laughs> Hindsight's perfect, but... Um, yeah, for... If he's slipping back into that, well, I'll just come out here and, and phone it in for half the game. Yep. It's not a fucking good sign. Yep. So, anyway, moral of the story, there's a lot of words to say that Canberra are going to smash the dogs and continue the misery of their mm. season. Yep. And that is that. That's the round. We get closer to the uh, the end of the regular season and this uh, bottom... Uh, bottom of the top eight situation resolves itself and this means uh, that our top eight for the year will be panthers broncos warriors storm rabbits knights sharks cowboys all right there it is we'll see two more weeks to go who fucking knows who knows what happens i'll take a couple of upsets to fuck it up to, to upset that apple cart and uh We'll see how it goes. There we are. But, um, that's it. That is uh, 531. Thanks for listening, everyone. As always, um, thisweekinleague.com. All the links to all the communities. Keep an eye on uh, Facebook and uh, and X for the threads when Stepdad puts them up, asking for your contributions and takes for the end of the round. And uh, that's it. Mm-hmm. Anything to add, Lenny? It's good to be back. Is it? Is it, though? Not really. From whose perspective? Yours? Well... I was trying. Oh, to, I was trying to be polite. You're a piece of shit. Oh, hang on. I've uh, I've just found. Not that I've been looking the whole show. Um, the Dally Emeralds. <laughs> oh, cool. Uh, so under the new judging system, two judges per game. Yeah, each, we knew that the, the six point thing. And... Each match of suspension will invoke a six point deduction rather than the previous three point deduction. Oh, gee, yeah, so twelve points across that. That's a. That's four man of the match, or that's well, no, it's not. It's two man of the match performances. Yeah, it robs you of two uh, unanimous man of the match performances. Oh, hang on, there we are. Eligibility rules remain unchanged with any player who is suspended from two or more matches in any one season, immediately becoming ineligible for the Dally Emerald. Oh, okay. All right, that's that's it for recent. Yep, yep, and look, rightly so, I think, because not only was was he suspended, I think. When it's like you know, Descent concerns of, concerns of officials and stuff like that. That's like when you're dealing with like a best and fairest sort of thing. It kind of takes yeah. the fairest out of it when you when it's like something you know to do with officials. Yep. So yeah, like I mean, it's one thing for a guy who's you know arm slips up in an, in a tackle or whatever and has yeah. prize and has to eat three weeks because he's done it. You know, did it last year. Yeah, that's it. But, he's, but if his arm slips up in a tackle on a referee. Then that should yeah, be yeah. He should. You should. You should be given the Dalian. <laughs> if that referee, he's actually that would be, 
that would be the Peter Fralingos <laughs> fuck yeah moment of whatever, the, whatever they call it, whatever, whatever that you the headline moment of the year or whatever highlight of the year um, <laughs> like when like when like when Lattimore fucking punched Cameron Smith in his dick um, <laughs> up there with that level of quality alright that's it fuck yeah right, fellas I'll be seeing you we'll talk to you uh, next time later see ya Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.